This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. Today's slightly interesting fact. Slightly interesting fact. Useless knowledge. Useless knowledge. Useless knowledge. You probably you probably don't need to know. Oh no, you need to know this. If you're a travel lover, come on, you gotta know all this. I agree. We're gonna give you what you really want to hear. Okay, so the bottom line is that the Eid al-Adha holidays, they're coming up very, very soon. They're coming up as soon as this month. And I just realized this. I'm like, whoa, Eid al-Adha is literally in the end of the month. So it's predicted to begin at sunset on Wednesday, which is on the 28th of June. So it should be 28th of June, 29th, 30th. So it's going to be about it's going to be around the it's going to be around the weekend so it's going to be wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday so it's like five good days of a very good holiday if you want to take advantage of it now if you if you don't want to travel during Eid al-Adha maybe it's going to be too expensive for you or prices are inflated you can go also for just later on you know in the upcoming summer break but if you don't have a plan but you just want to travel internationally for any of the reasons, whether it's for summer break or for Eid al-Abha for whatever or for your annual leave, you know, you have many options, especially if you don't want to go through the lengthy visa mm. process. As long as you do have a valid UAE residency visa uh, or a UAE passport or no, let's just talk about the people with UAE residency visa because that just becomes you know, I know that we have more listenership when it comes to people with UAE residency visa. And uh, if you have a valid passport as well, you can get an e-visa from so many countries like Saudi Arabia, Japan, Azerbaijan, Oman, Qatar, Albania with just a few days, within just a few days. So if you apply for an e-visa, obviously it's much easier because you just complete the process within a couple of minutes online. You don't have to physically go to the country's consulate or embassy for the for the visa op- application or if you want, you don't have to go through a third party even, a third, a third party agent. So going through an e-visa is just so much easier. It's so much better. But it's also very important to remember that every single country has its own requirements for obtaining an e-visa. But let's start with the lists, yeah. right? We have a whole list of countries that do offer UAE residency holders an e-visa um, and a very uh, easy steps as well. Yeah, let's let's dive into and break these countries down because I feel like people, uh, when it comes to visas, it can be a bit of a headache and can actually stop people from traveling. Now, with, with you True. potentially having five days of holiday during the Eid al-Adha uh, time, it is definitely worth making the most of it. But let's start off with Saudi Arabia. Well, all you require, uh, you can actually stay in Saudi Arabia for 90 days with the multiple entry tourist visa, which is valid for one year from the date of issuance. But the single entry tourist visa is legitimate for a considerable length of time from the date of issuance. And, and you can remain in Saudi Arabia for 30 days. The cost of the e-visa for GCC residents will cost approximately 300 Saudi rials, which um, is sitting at 293 dirhams and will include a health insurance fee as well. But not only that, if you're looking to travel over to Japan, obviously a bit of a longer, longer flight, somewhere that we're all very, very, very fond with. Well, you can get to uh, you can get your e-visa 
um, for approximately 3,000 yen, which is 82 dirhams. However, people from few countries uh, are exempt from paying a visa fee or they get a subsidy for that payment as well. And you can actually apply for a 90-day e-visa, making it much simpler for them to obtain an e-visa for Japan. Another popular destination as well tends to be Azerbaijan. It's mm. been for a while, especially for people from this region. Uh, so if you're planning to travel to Azerbaijan, you can either get a visa on arrival stamped on your passport when you land in the country, or you can apply for an e-visa in advance. And you can stay in the country for up to... 30 days on either of these visas. Um, so that is another suggestion as well. The cost of this visa is actually 140 dirhams. I find this to be actually a little bit surprising because now, I mean, you would think that Japan's visa would cost much more, but Japan's costing like 80 dirhams and this one is 140. So, but anyway, it's fine. You can apply uh, through or for the e-visa of a, for um Azerbaijan through the website um, and you should get the visa within three days so nothing to worry about then we also have Oman mm. uh, if you are a UAE based expat planning to travel to Oman you can apply for an e-visa that allows you to stay in the country for up to 30 days so this is also cool you can go on to the e-visa platform of Oman it's evisa.rop.gov.om and the cost is only like 47.5 dirhams for the 30-day visit visa for GCC residents if you want to visit Oman. Also, if you want to visit Qatar, recently Qatar announced that GCC residents of all professions, they can apply for a GCC resident visa on the new Haya portal, haya.qa, and you can stay in the country for up to 30 days. So to be eligible for this visa, you should have a valid UAE or GCC valid residency of a minimum of three months from the date of arrival in Qatar. And your job title must match the profession stated in the residence visa. Very important to keep that in mind. Uh, the visa fee uh, for Qatar is 100 dirhams approximately and has to be paid after your visa is approved. And of course, the fee is non-refundable. Another country on the list is Albania. Oh, wow. Okay. So the e-visa for Albania is, is for all nationalities. It allows holders to stay up, stay for uh, up to about 90 days in the country. And the application process is entirely online, which means that you do not have to visit the consulate in person or apply through a third-party agent. Uh, if you're a resident of a uh, resident of the UAE, you must apply for the visa online through Albania's official e-visa platform, which is uh, e/visa.al, and then you just have to fill fill out this op- application form for a short stay visa or the Type C. Uh, and according to e-visa.al, golden visa holders in the UAE they can actually get visa on arrival for Albania. That is very cool. Now. This is another surprising cost for me as well. The cost can come to 300 up until 700 dirhams for the visa. So it's a costly visa. It's a costly visa. Yeah. Somewhere I've never been to, actually. Yes. Um, I'd like to have a little discussion with you, Rania. We got, mm. we got a, an incredible array of countries right. where you can get an easy visa, e-visa for. You said Albania. We've got right. Saudi Arabia, Japan, uh, Azerbaijan, Oman, and Qatar. Mm. Which one out of these really were uh, are you, would you would you love to go to? If uh, during Eid, five days, let's say, 
you have to pick one of these countries. Which one would you like to go to? This is so, for me personally, or to suggest to people, because I've been to many of those countries. Okay. Um, Which one would you suggest then? For Eid al-Adha? Mm -hmm. I would say, uh, <laughs> the thing is that it's really hot. If you're running away from the hot weather, of course you have to distance yourself from the region. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know the weather in Albania, but I'll definitely, definitely go for Japan. Yeah. 100%. I agree. It's a new experience. It's beautiful country. They've finally opened up, and that's something that we've been all waiting for, especially after COVID. It's been, it's, it's been a long time coming, let me just tell you that. And let me just check its weather right now. I think when it comes to Japan, uh, it is a case of getting out of the hot weather, but also... Japan is 29 degrees right now. That's lovely. Which is... Okay. I'll it's, take it's that. Better. It's better. It's I'll better take here. that. <laughs> uh, you also got to think travel time as well. Um, yes. It's going to take quite a lot of time to get there. So is that is it potentially worth waiting until you have a longer holiday? Right. Those are the things that They're you saying should. that actually this month is the best month to visit Japan because it happens to be one of the most colorful, beautiful, and pleasant times to visit the country in. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now that is my suggestion. I okay. confirm my suggestion. Japan. We're going to Japan, <laughs> ladies to and Japan. gentlemen. I'm excited. <laughs> this is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7 a.m.